I'm Alex Schwartz. I'm Nomi Fry. I'm Vincent Cunningham, and this is Critics at Large, a New Yorker podcast for the culturally curious. Each week, we're going to talk about a big idea that's showing up across the cultural landscape, and we'll trace it through all the mediums we love. Books, movies, television, music, art. And I always want to talk about celebrity gossip, too. Of course. We hope you'll join us for new episodes each Thursday. Follow Critics at Large today, wherever you get podcasts. This episode of Live Wire is brought to you by Progressive. Most of you aren't just listening right now. You're driving or cleaning, even exercising. But what if you could be saving money by switching to Progressive? Drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. And auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Multitask right now. Quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Uh, Sport, can you come in here? Yes, Daddy. Tiger, I've got some bad news. Your mom and I can't send you back to private school in the spring. Why? Well, it costs a lot of money, and we need to save money because the country is in what's called a recession. Why? Huh, well, okay. You know how we tell you to never give your Uncle Bob any money because he'll lose it, drink it, or invest it in a complex Ponzi scheme involving alpacas? Yes. Well, just think of the United States as your Uncle Bob right now. The other countries really love him, uh, but they're just not going to give him any money until he wises up and gets a job. Oh, Oh, well, are we still going out to dinner tonight? Did your mom learn to cook in the last 20 minutes? (laughs) I'm I'm kidding, of course. Well, I'm not, actually. Your mother is a terrible cook. Uh, But doesn't going out to dinner cost money? Sure, but we need to get out there and spend money to wake up the economy. And a good way to do that is to go to MC Shenanigans for dinner and buy chinos at The Gap. Okay, but where do we get the money for all the pants? Credit cards. Okay, what's a credit card? It's a magical piece of rectangular plastic that you swipe through a machine, and you can still buy the things even though you spent all your real money on a failed vajazzling business in Utah. Okay, so it's like Monopoly money? Uh, No. Uh, Renee! How's it going in here? Uh, We're having a rough time. Oh, sweetheart, what don't you understand? Uh, Okay, well, Daddy says I can't go to my school because it's expensive, but you still can't cook, so we're going to shenanigans and something about Utah, and I have to get more pants even though I have lots of pants and America's like Uncle Bob. Oh, here's the deal. The Dow Jones is like an economic mood ring, and it's deep purple right now because of high unemployment and the debacle in Congress over the debt ceiling, which sent consumer confidence down. But holiday retail sales are up because buying a pretty pair of relaxed-fit khakis makes you feel better about the fact that America owes China $1.5 trillion, and one day they'll come to collect like those two Lithuanian guys who came after your Uncle Bob with nunchucks. Um, okay, but why can't we use the credit card so I can go to my school? Oh, because, honey, children are a high-risk, low-yield investment. (laughs) Ouch! Ah, that's smart. 
but you know what'll make you feel better? It's a new dessert at Shenanigans. It's got a chunky texture, lots of sugary calories, and an unassuming yet robust flavor that's piquant without being acerbic. Does it have sprinkles? Of course! It's... It's... Portland, Oregon, it's Livewire, the show that's a no-risk investment, except financially. Tonight, John McGrath and Laura Musikansky of the Happiness Initiative, Tom Kenny, the voice of SpongeBob SquarePants, and music from Telekinesis. That's tonight on Livewire Radio. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Courtney Hameister. And you also have comedy from Faces for Radio Theater to look forward to. Poet Scott Poole with What I Learned Tonight, wherein Scott sits in our audience and in just one hour, the time it took Dante to edit the extremely chapped lips circle out of the inferno because it didn't test well, he writes a poem that encompasses all the lessons he's learned during the show. And music from our house band, The Mutton Chops. Thank you, Jim Brunberg. Ralph is out this show, and Mr. Jim Brunberg is replacing him as our band leader tonight. Thanks, Jim. As I mentioned earlier, we are having uh, Tom Kenny, the voice of SpongeBob SquarePants, on the show. He is possibly the happiest sponge in the world. And appropriately, we're also having John DeGraff and Laura Musikansky on the show. And they're from the Happiness Initiative, which is a project that hopes to engage with cities around the country to assess the well-being of their citizens and then ideally help cities improve upon their results. They have a survey up at happycounts.org, which I and some of the other members of our staff took, uh, which of course got me thinking about how happy I actually am. And let me just begin by saying to to John DeGraff and Laura Musikansky that there's one thing you may have not factored into your survey, and that's that if you take a survey assessing your happiness and you do poorly on it, there's a small possibility that that information might make you even more unhappy. It's just something to factor in when you're choosing new cities. Oh, hey, let's go to Detroit and see if we can depress these people even further by telling them they're depressed. Actually, it it really wasn't that bad. I'm just flipping John and Laura some crap because we're buddies and I can do that. (laughs) Actually, I don't know them at all. Uh, But I have a microphone and they don't. I can't say that I was happy with my scores, largely because I'm rarely happy about anything. But I can say that I found the survey to be very illuminating. In telling me that I might not have the sunniest view of the world, the survey didn't exactly tell me anything I didn't know. I am what David Rakoff referred to in his most recent book, uh, a defensive pessimist. We are people who don't expect the worst necessarily to happen. We're just prepared for the worst in case it happens. (laughs) I don't necessarily think the waiter's going to slip and stab me in the chest while he's cutting my prime rib, but just in case I'm wearing a chainmail bra. But the survey did actually tell me lots of other things that I didn't know. The survey rated on a scale from 1 to 100 in 12 different areas, including overall satisfaction with life, health, time balance, material well-being, and other areas. 
I did have some high scores. My community vitality, social support, work, and neighborhood were all above average. And I loved that my highest score, an 84, came in the access to education, arts, and culture area. As if the survey was saying, you have access to happiness. Your happiness adjacent You're just going to have to take off that gothy black cloak of inexplicable despair and hand over the complete works of Sylvia Plath if we're going to let you in. (laughs) And though my score was low in more areas than I'd like to admit, it actually gave me hope. See, I knew health and mental well-being would be a wash. I am far too fond of both tater tots and super disco fun time neurosis parties to do well in either of those areas. And I knew my material well-being score would be in the low teens because I handle money like Hunter S. Thompson handled social interactions. (laughs) Which is to say, when it comes my way, I do something inappropriate, possibly dangerous, and it leaves me immediately. (laughs) But uh, it was my low score in the area of time balance that really gave me hope. And I guess a lot of people have this issue with finding time balance in their life. Because... That was the first area that I thought, now that's something I could change tomorrow. My health will take longer. My financial well-being is a project. But if I wake up tomorrow and I spend just a little bit of time setting some goals, I could find a way to spend more time with the social support network on which I scored a 75. Meaning friends, family, the people who make me happy. What I discovered is just the act of taking a survey about happiness, just doing something that might lead to increased happiness, is a hopeful act. And nothing lifts one's spirits like renewed hope. So I recommend that you actually take the happiness survey and see where you stand. You might just be happiness adjacent, too. Our musical guest tonight is a band out of Seattle, Washington. Their first album, Telekinesis, exclamation point, was produced by Death Cab for Cuties' Chris Walla on old-school analog tape. For their second record, songwriter Michael Benjamin Lerner banished himself to a room in a warehouse district from 9 to 5 every day until he had an album. Hmm, sounds pretty great to be your own boss until you realize your new boss is a slave driver. With songs from their latest Merge Records LP, 12 Desperate Straight Lines, please welcome Telekinesis to Livewire. Wouldn't it be amazing to have a piping hot episode of Livewire delivered right to your heart and ears each week? Well, guess what? That can happen when you subscribe to the Livewire podcast feed and you'll get the joy of surprising conversation every week. So go ahead and do it. It's super easy. You click on the button at the top of your podcast app and bam, you are Livewire subscribed. And 
if you're still, you know, feeling the love, if you're enjoying the show, hey, maybe you could hook us up and uh, leave us a quick review. That'll help more people find out about Livewire. And thank you.